0: my name is Mark Stevenson from Coldessi.
1: And this is Mark Vila from Coleman and Company, and today we're here to talk about our marketing plan series. Yeah. And what what we're trying to do all the time here is figure out a nice comfortable way to move through really good plans for your business cuz it's really easy to talk about a big picture. Right. And what am I going to do? I'm going to I'm going to Buy machine. I'm gonna sell T-shirts. People. Right. That sounds easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and and it and then it's it it can be you know easy if yes. you do it the right way.
0: Well, I mean, and honestly, what we spend most of our time really doing is trying to figure out palatable ways that won't offend you to make you do the things that you shouldn't do. <laughs> yes. Right. That's really what we're trying to do, and we've got some good ideas here. We're gonna spend a few episodes kind of helping you build. I'm not going to call it a business plan,
1: okay? Yeah. Because
0: really, that that's the kind of huge document that's like this thick. I'm holding up my hands. So yes, if you're not okay. watching the video, um, that uh, that you know a bank might need to finance you, right? What we're talking about is kind of a marketing plan, which is something what, that I think is significantly more useful that outlines the potential progress of your
1: business. How are you, go- how are you going to grow your business? Yep. How are you gonna either start from scratch or break through a plateau? Yeah. So I think that if you're listening to this right now, if you are just getting started and you're fumbling through your, your business, getting right. going, this is great for you because it's gonna give you a great place to jump off from. Yep. If you are in business and uh, you are making millions and millions of dollars. Um, yes. Why thank you, you for listening. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we, appreciate we appreciate you. That. Um, but but chances are you might be um, also somewhere in between. Like yeah. You're you're stuck at a plateau. Maybe you've been making the same amount of money for the past few years, or yep. maybe you got to. $10,000 a month in sales and you're stuck. Right. Or maybe you were at 20,000, you lost a big customer and you're down to 10 and you're trying to figure out how do I get my business back to where it was?
0: It's depressing. So so what this episode is, it's the start of a series that's going to help you um, kind of map out what you need to do every day. Yeah. You know, like here's where I wanna go, here's where I am, here's what I need to do.
1: So let's jump into this one then. So okay. part one of this series of this, uh, it's a t-shirt, business marketing plan series is about picking a niche or a target market.
0: Right, and this will apply to you if you are just getting into the business and you you have an idea but you haven't picked the kind of shirts that you mm-hmm. make or the market you're going to go after or if you're an existing business this this should kind of spur you on to take better advantage of the niche, niche you're in or find new ones. that you. can Yeah, you can and what's
1: interesting is a lot of folks they get into this business and word-of-mouth takes them to a bunch of different places. Yeah, so one client's a pizza shop Another client is uh, family reunion t-shirts. Yeah. You know, Another one is a youth sports, one youth sports team. And you go through this whole, and it's like you're, you're all over the place and you're doing custom t-shirts and that's your niche. Right. But if you can hone down into one particular niche, you can really get deeper and deeper and deeper into that segment and build a great customer base that's going to be hard to lose.
0: Like one of our favorite yeah. customers that, that now does cow blankets. As Cow, part of it, okay. Remember. So that that's a niche that we're not going to talk about.
1: Cow needs, cows need blankets? I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I know there have There hair. are horse blankets. There's a horse. Horses need Why, blankets? Yes. They get chilly. Why does it need Just like everybody else. <laughs> I don't know. We need marketing blankets. Okay.
0: So uh, a niche market is what we're going to be talking about and how to find one mm-hmm. um, and how to tell if it might be profitable. And you might be successful in selling into that niche.
1: Okay, so then let's talk about that. So, um, niching, and then you had kind of said about niching down. So sure. Tell, so
0: if you are, that? if you're, if you're looking at getting into the business, and you're, okay, so I want to create my own designs for custom T-shirts. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Then uh, what you're going to do first is you're going to look at the big at the market. Okay. And the markets might be healthcare, mm-hmm. education. Uh, it might be sports, mm-hmm. um, okay. it could be uh, any number of these, it could be retail, any number of these big uh, markets that big companies dominate. What niching down is, is finding subsets of those markets where there's not only room for you, but there's potential for you to make money, because those people, the, the deeper into a niche that you get, the more uh, willing people are to spend
1: money. So it's not just uh, that you make apparel for small businesses, but maybe you make apparel for small businesses that do home services. Yes. Like AC companies and plumbers. Right. So let's dive down into the thought process of niching down. Yep. And we've put together a couple examples and go through the process of what that'd be like.
0: Yeah, I like this. And again, you know, you're going to, we're going to put together a, a pretty good list of. Um, of ideas, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've sent an email around to the staff, and and we're we've brainstormed some niches for you or some markets to go after for you. So if you're listening to this episode, if you go into the episode or, or the show notes for episode 101, we're going to have a list of potential markets that you can go after
1: and use that for uh, inspiration. It's a great. You can just take one of the ideas and go for it if yes. it's something that works for you locally. Um, if not, use it for inspiration of the thought process. So um, the first. The thing that we picked when we went down is we thought of what are just all categories of things people do and or like.
0: Right. And uh, And this could apply to you too, right? Yeah. So So this is
1: super broad. It's great to start Um,
0: with something that you're into.
1: Yeah. And and one, so the one was just kind of outdoor life. Right. So this includes um, uh, hunting and kayaking. Camping camping.
0: fishing.
1: Yeah. uh, walk, Walking.
0: Walking very slowly. Yes.
1: Uh, Sitting on a a curb, just enjoying the sun. Pigeon feeding. (laughs) Yes. So these are all things, uh, outdoor life, right? Right. And then... um, we went one step down. So let's pick one, one, one thing from the outdoors. Okay, outdoor. so if
0: you're, we, we're in Florida, and, uh, and one of the big traditions in the South for outdoorsmen and women is hunting. Okay. So that, that's a big thing here. So maybe like the big market is outdoor life, mm-hmm. and the market is hunting. Okay. But that's that's a big area and there are a lot of people in that space.
1: There's a there's if you search for hunting t-shirts, you're, you're, you're going to get yeah, they, you're going to get your life. You can get a hunting t-shirt at 7-Eleven. Yeah. You can. <laughs> so so it's very very broad. And right. so you might have some great ideas for some hunting shirts right. and you could have success with this, but your competition's going to be larger right? because you're dealing with all hunting.
0: Right. So we're going to niche down again. We started with outdoor life. We niched into hunting, which is still too broad, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so now we're gonna go to different kinds of hunting. There are, um, I don't know what kind of hunting. Well, there's
1: turkey hunting. There's turkey, there's deer, deer hunting. hunting.
0: So you can go by specific animals that you uh-huh. like to hunt. Sure. Um, you could go by seasons. Mm-hmm. You could go by geographic areas, or you could go by um, the, uh, the equipment that you use. Yeah,
1: so bow hunting. Bow
0: hunting is um, marginally popular. And the thing about something like bow hunting is that bow hunters are a very intense
1: group. They're a, they're they're it's a, it's hard to learn from yeah. what I understand. Right. Um I personally don't do it, but I actually had a really good friend um, in middle school and high school who did. Mm-hmm. And him and his father would spend hours and hours and hours just practicing going to ranges all this stuff just to just to practice to be able to bow hunt to be able to go out and have the opportunity to shoot one arrow yes (laughs) and 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 they have to get it
0: and here's the the other Mm. thing i like about bow hunting is most bow hunters spend a lot of money on their equipment because they don't just go out hunting for a day they'll make a weekend of it so they're spending money on camping gear and supplies Uh, they've usually got vehicles that'll take them there and bows are not cheap
1: yeah and a so serious like a compound style yeah, bow, you go to a sporting goods store i mean they there can be intensely expensive
0: yeah, it's money so so maybe you know you look at outdoor life and then hunting and then bow hunting and bow hunting is a great niche mm-hmm. but it but it still might be too big you know you might be able to niche down again and the, the idea, and I've been trying not to say this, but I'm okay. gonna say it anyway, it. <laughs> the riches are in the niches.
1: Okay, oh Okay. gosh, so I I'm glad you didn't say that to me ahead of time, it's I would have terrible. bailed on this episode. It's
0: terrible, but the more niche down, it's like, um, you know, the, the more niche down, the more specific you get, the rarer a product specifically for that group is to find, the rarer something is, the more you can charge for it. Yeah, it right? so, so makes sense. Bow hunting is a great niche market, but you can go further.
1: Yeah, so because if you if you were to go online and search for bow hunting t-shirts, you could probably find something relatively commercially available. Like at right. Bass Pro Shop, you can probably find one that already exists or Walmart, somewhere yeah. that's just easily purchasable. Right. Um, so you go one level down further from that and now you really are in a tight group and you might not be the only one selling in this group, but you're one of few probably.
0: Right, so we've got a few examples. So for example, um, I did not realize this, but I actually looked into it, and a lot of women bow hunt. So it's a popular sport for women that hunt. So maybe your really niche market is female bow hunters. Mm-hmm. It, it's not going to be the only t shirt you make, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. But it's a nice, populated, profitable niche, and we'll go how we'll uh, go through the steps on figuring out how to determine whether or not it's big enough.
1: Sure, and and another would be um, like geographical. So you could just do, we're in Florida, if you do Florida bow hunting, you know, so what's interesting about that is um, you could, you know, so you can think of designs already, you know whether it's like pictures of the state and a bow you know and all these things you could do you're going to get people who live in florida who bow hunt and they'll be they're not only are they proud of their hobby but they're probably proud of their geographical location So they're proud to be a floridian and they're proud to be a bow hunter yeah got them together um and then there's also probably some Um, like different groups or associations and things like that you could join or advertise to or whatever it might be. Right. So
0: what you're what you're doing, I think you can see where we're going with this. So you start with kind of a general idea of outdoor life and what you end up with is, you know, a participatory group of people Mm -hmm. is someone is a group of people that are passionate about what they do, about how they spend their time. You're speaking directly to them like we are to you. You know, the Custom Apparel mm-hmm. Startups Facebook group is for a very specific niche. Um, and that's you guys. So we've done that. And this is kind of a nice walkthrough of going from outdoor life to hunting to bow hunting to female, geographical, or even, you know, pick your target bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hog hunting is very popular here in Florida. So is deer. So you could do one of those as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And let's. So we did a little research after this. And uh, this is like a very nice basic exercise you can do. You go onto all the social platforms. So you go to Instagram, you go to Reddit, you go to YouTube, you go to Facebook, and you search for what you're kind of guessing to be your niche market is.
0: Right. And the idea here is now you've you've identified something that you're mildly interested in or might be entertained by that Mm -hmm. you think you might be successful in. It's a nice niche. Are there enough people that are in this group, that talk in this group? Um, and Is the market accessible enough for you? So that's kind of what you're looking at.
1: So some, sometimes we run into issues here where um, we have a particular product that gets brought to us mm-hmm. by a manufacturer. Hey, would, would, it, would you want to sell this? Yes. And we'll think like, yeah, that sounds good. We know p- there are people who would like this particular product, but you don't... I don't know how we're going to reach them. I don't yes. know how we're going to get them to find us. Um, yes. It seems like it's going to be a lot of effort and time, and maybe what we're going to make, what we're going to be able to sell is not going to be worth that. Right. And that's kind of the exercise we're looking for: is there a big enough audience? Is um, are you going to be able to reach them?
0: And can they afford what you're? Can selling? Can they afford what
1: you're selling? You know, you, you may know? have
0: something that's perfect for a demographic, or group of people, or something that just can't afford enough product for you to make a living.
1: Yeah, and especially if you're going to produce something high end, and you're going to make a a $60, 70 seventy dollar rhinestone T-shirt, yeah. that's amazing. But but that's not typically how much folks that you're in your that demographic are going to spend. It doesn't make sense I to do w- it. I
0: want someone to make a $70 rhinestone bow hunting t-shirt. Yes. For men, for men. Uh,
1: so, uh, all right. So let's, what, what happened when we looked up yeah, bow hunting? The, the
0: first place that I go is Facebook. Um, many of you that are listening are part of the Custom Apparel Startups Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think groups are a great way to see the size and the activity within a specific community. So what I would do is I would type in bow hunting or female bow hunting or Florida bow hunting. And I would change my search in Facebook to groups. That's what I, I one search thing I like groups. to do is searching mm-hmm. groups to see, is there a bow hunting group on Facebook? Okay. And we did find some, we found multiple groups on bow hunting with uh, between five and 10,000 people in it. So you've got a, that's, that's not to say that you're only going to sell to 10,000 people. But it's an indication of the size of the market.
1: Yeah, and and really, you can, if you have a niche that it are, let's just say there's five groups with 10,000 people, there's 50,000 yeah. people you can do. If you have a niche little product and you've got 50,000 people to sell it to, you are gonna you can make a bunch of you money. You can make,
0: make money just from selling to the people in those groups. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so... And there's all types of strategy within that. And that's not what necessarily what this episode is about, right. but there's availability of a group.
0: Right, but uh, that, and, that, and those numbers would make me want to take another step into this yep. market.
1: And we went on Reddit and we searched and we found a, a subreddit, which is a, in a way like a Facebook group, if you're not familiar. And there was 15,000 member bow hunting group there. Right. So there, there's another, you know, there's, there's 15,000 subscribers in this one. And then we went on Instagram, and we looked up hashtag bow, t- bow hunting, and there was 1.6 million posts. Right, and we didn't
0: even try hard and use different variations of bow hunting. We kind of went or looked very closely in Facebook um, or in Reddit. We just looked for the basic terms we were interested in and tried to see if there was an active community. And inside each one of these, they had regular posts. Yes. It wasn't just like there was a group of these people that joined 10 years ago and no one posted.
1: Yeah, that's you know. actually the activity yeah, is the really activity important, is important too. And which is another thing, if you've got a really interesting topic and maybe you're looking through and you've, there's only 1,000, 2,000 of each, but you go on there and the activity is incredible, yeah. you might say, you know what, these folks are passionate enough that I might be able to go in there and, and get some clients yes. from here.
0: Yeah, I so, love that. So this was kind of a successful niche that we found.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're pretty confident that if you had some good ideas and you wanted to um, get into the bow hunting t-shirt marketplace, that, you, that there would be some legs to
1: it. Yeah, there is there is an opportunity there to sell t-shirts to these folks who, and they're going to love it and they will be willing to pay the money for a really nice Absolutely. quality shirt because they're very proud of what they do and they're very active in their community.
0: Now, now for some reason, the okay. next
1: one that we, the next
0: one that we looked at, because we're still in the outdoor life.
1: Yeah. Then we said fishing.
0: Fishing instead of hunting. Yeah. And uh, and what did we come down to? Well,
1: freshwater fishing. Right. That's we're, different. We talked about that, and there's different types of freshwater fishing.
0: And then we saw a video on noodling.
1: noodling. Noodling. So, so that's where we ended up. Which <laughs>
0: is catching catfish with your with your hands.
1: Yeah. And. Um, if you haven't seen this before, it's worth watching. Uh, it's terrifying. Uh, if, if you could see, I'm I'm doing air quotes. It's worth watching. It's worth no, It is worth watching. It's awesome um, to watch. Never would want to do you you. They reach their hand like in a hole in the water. Who knows what's in there? And just, wait, mean, for and to just play. wait for something. And Just wait for something. That I'm cringing. Right. I'm cringing. But we figured
0: yeah. that. Listen, if you do this. Yeah you are committed. Yes. You're willing yeah. to let fish bite you <laughs> instead of going to Walmart and buying
1: fish. Yeah. That
0: would be my choice. Yeah,
1: and it was, uh, uh, it was, it was fascinating. Yeah, so it was, it was. And, and if you are a noodler, I mean,
0: you know that this is a, you've gotta be passionate about this. It's a very small, committed group of people, mm-hmm. and this is what their their topic of conversation is going to be. <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh, and there's and there, so anyway, yeah. there's we went online, we did the same thing. So we went on YouTube. Yep. And uh, lots of videos. Wow. With tons of views. Yeah, lots of subscribers. Lots of subscribers. And watchers. Um, because it is interesting to watch it's somebody reach reach out and yeah. pull out a, a catfish the size of their arm yep. with their bare hand. Yes. That's interesting to watch. Luckily. Um, we went on Instagram and yeah. uh, there was 37,000 posts with that hashtag.
0: Right. So I just want to do the comparison here. Yeah. How many posts did we find for bow hunting? Uh, 1.6 million. Okay. And for
1: noodling, we said we found thirty-seven. 37,000. And some of them were actually um like spaghetti stuff ah, like that. Okay. So right. it wasn't, all of these were not gotcha. the fishing sport okay. of noodling. So,
0: so we, we there were more than 100,000 Subscribers and views for mm-hmm. the videos on YouTube. Um, there were 37,000 posts with hashtag noodling,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and on Facebook, the largest Facebook group uh, we could find was uh, 1,400.
1: Yeah, had 1,400 people. And like. and um, and so the activity just doesn't seem amazing for this online. Right. And maybe it's maybe it's noodlers are not. Big on social media.
0: Yeah, and that could very well be, but even if they're not, so it, it could be a very, um, let's say it's a very rich niche, mm-hmm. you know, when you get down noodling t shirts, you could be hilarious with it. Yeah. It would be great. Um, but reaching those people is going to be difficult because one of the best ways to reach people in today's market is through social media. Yep. And these are, this is not um, an easily identifiable group that you can get to.
1: If I wanted to sell this shirt online, um, I would be challenged with that thought. I would right. I would probably, I would want to pick something different because I'm trying to figure out how am I going to reach them? It's going to be hard to advertise them. I'm not sure where to even start. Right. Just because you live in an area where um, I think one of the videos watched they were in Louisiana. Just because yep. you live there doesn't even mean you're willing to put your your hand in a catfish's mouth my brother (laughs) lives there he i don't think he would do this you don't think so i don't think so okay um he might i I mean he probably would if somebody invited him but he's not going to actively search out to do this right and um there was also there was no subreddit on this so i would say for a case like this this seems like you're probably um, i would pass yeah you're not going to sell a ton of shirts yeah Um, the only exception i would make would be if you happen to be making some fishing shirts in another niche, yes. and maybe you've got um, some local stores, and this is a practice in your area, yes. and you've got a network of folks that you work with, maybe this would be a product you sell, but not necessarily a niche that you're spending a lot of time right. and advertising. I, and I'll do
0: another, I'm gonna do another caveat. If this is your community, it's different.
1: Mm, hmm Right? Mm-hmm. If you have
0: if you travel the country with a group of noodlers yeah. and participate in tournaments and things like that, there's there's probably a way for you to make money with it. Um, we're postulating though that it's not gonna be as easy as if you go through the process and end up with something like hunting.
1: Yeah, and it was funny you we were watching one video and we said are are these folks gonna be willing to spend the money on the apparel? Right. And we're actually we're fascinated because they were wearing Columbia shirts, yeah. under armor shirts, I forget what brand hat. They had on, but it was premium cap yeah. as well. So we're looking at these group of, of folks, and they spent a bunch of money on their apparel. They really should have had some noodling apparel. To they're, wear. they're
0: they're wearing more. They're wearing more expensive apparel than I. Am. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So um. So this is the exercise, and this is how you do it. Yeah. So um. Let's talk about just some uh, concepts that you, you made some great notes yeah. here. Of. So, How do you know if it's a good right, niche? Whatever,
0: whatever niche you pick, by starting mm-hmm. with big and going down to a, um, a tighter and tighter niche, or by starting with a niche that you already participate in, mm-hmm. you know, what you need to look for is, um, is a passionate community. The more interested, there's a reason why um, a, million, a bajillion political signs are printed. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason why, um, you know, Christian t shirts are so popular. There's a reason why all of these groups of, of apparel companies are successful when they, when they get into a niche is because there's passion in that community. They're willing to spend the money and they're willing to talk to each other. Yeah.
1: And, and I would think of like a couple of contrasting examples of this. So okay. one would be a um, good friend of mine is does Mustang racing yeah. and they collect money. Yeah. Oh, I've told you stories before. Um, I'll tell you guys later one day maybe, but um, him and a few of my friends are really into it. They go to events all the time. They own all these t-shirts. They yeah. buy these magazines, posters, signs, signed pictures. From I mean, they, they have all this money they spend, yeah. all this time they spend to the point where we can be out getting lunch together and somebody will pull up in a Mustang that's clearly like they're involved as well yeah. it's clear and they will have a conversation and we've even sat at a lunch table with people that we met in the parking lot um, because uh, 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 of they're that they're a yeah, passionate group They're a now community. on the other side of it um plenty of folks like enjoy baking right right and they love to bring baking stuff to their um, you know to family events and they bake for their family but you don't really see you don't see people at the grocery store like Oh, what kind of flour are you buying? Yeah, you know yeah, they're not yeah, yeah. wearing uh, "I'm a baker" T-shirts. Right. Um, they might buy some magazines or something like that, but really, it's like they love doing it. But the passion in that community to like spend money. Right. Unless you're selling uh, flour or specialty chocolate or something like right. that, you're probably not going to sell a lot of baking T-shirts. Yeah. And that's kind of my thought. On, I like that. On that. So, so what you're looking for is a
0: passionate community. That's that's why we look for levels of conversation inside the show, social mm-hmm. groups as well. Now, the next one that you have to make sure of is: is the group big enough to support you? So, you've picked your niche, um, you've you've picked your market, you've niched all the way down, and you found something like um, noodling mm-hmm. or. Um, compound or english bow hunting you know something very specific english
1: bow hunting um
0: so you know it may just be that there's not enough people in that niche to support your business mm-hmm. so it could be a secondary niche for you it could be an add-on yeah. you know if you're already doing bow hunting maybe you know uh something just to the left or the right of that is 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 interesting It mm-hmm. might add some money to it but for your primary niche it has to be have enough population in it so that you can make a living.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense, and and primary niche too. Yeah. you know, which is different than products. Right. That doesn't mean you don't sell any noodling shirts. hmm You know, um, and but it, or English, bow English hunting. bow hunting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm confused by that, but that's why. That's why it's not a good niche. Um, well, so they drink tea while they bow hunt. Oh, They're all right, right, right. okay, all right. I'm, I'm ma- seeing where you're going. They, they make other one. countries <laughs> nervous <laughs> while they <laughs> bow hunt. Uh, uh, so you put not over, not overserved as yeah. the next one. Yeah. Um so that you mean like the market's already saturated.
0: Yeah, so you you pick a niche that is just, you know, it's deep sea swimming. Mhm. And there are three, there's, a, there's a, a seagoing boat brand, you know, there there's several different big companies that, yeah. are, that are in that
1: niche. And, and it's like, I'm going to sell fishing shirts, or what kind are you gonna, like a, like a Guy Harvey style, yep. and I'm just, okay, well there's already that, Right, And then there's like the Salt Life and there's all these big giant brands where you can find them everywhere you go. You can find them. You can find these shirts at the grocery store, Walmart, everywhere you go. It's a pretty saturated market. That doesn't mean that you can't have success, but it's going to be some work. You're probably not going to sell your shirts to Bass Pro Shop. I was just going to
0: say, and you don't want Bass Pro Shop to be your primary competitor.
1: Yeah, that would be a challenge.
0: So if if your niche market has some big players in it, maybe you want to keep
1: moving. Yeah, just move down one level, right? you know, um, in that, you know, uh, niche down a little bit more to maybe find a shirt that they would, it's a fishing shirt, but they right. wouldn't sell that kind right. at, at the store. So, um, let's see, uh, I, I love this one the best. You have some affinity for it, or if you're a member. Right. I think you should start here. Do you? Yeah, if, if you are a member of a passionate group already. So, my friend with uh, um, the Mustangs. Yes. If he decided to open up a t-shirt business, that's gotta be his first niche. Right. Yeah. He knows okay. a ton of people there. He goes to the events. He has one. He has a bunch of them. Um, right. And so therefore, it's like he could show up. People are gonna walk over to his car to check it out, and he's got a stack of t-shirts in the trunk. Right. You so, know, like, so there's- So wait a minute, what, what
0: you're saying <laughs> is that as a, me personally, yeah, as a vegetarian, okay. who lives in downtown Tampa, yeah. in a townhouse, mm-hmm that um, the bow hunting niche might be the most natural fit for me? <laughs>
1: I'm saying, uh, yeah, I mean, you could bow hunt vegetables, I okay. guess. <laughs> uh, no, but maybe... Um but I bet some sort of like a, a, a healthy lifestyle yeah. type, of, well, type well, the, of apparel. The thing with,
0: with having an affinity for something or starting there is you're already going to know. Because you might have gotten into the business in the first place because your um, your daughters are in cheer and your sons are in football. Yep. You know, that's, that's a common story that we hear. Or you might spend, you know, five days a week in the mornings doing yoga and going to a yoga school and you want to mm-hmm. create apparel for that that's great, that's, a, that's an affinity niche and that's a great place to start.
1: Yeah, you're a business person, you're already a member of the Chamber of Commerce and you know all these small business people, right. doing small business corporate style apparel yes. is perfect for you. Sure, but if you're a cold-hearted marketing person like mm-hmm. me, who yeah. starts with
0: strategy in mind, yeah. then as long as you don't hate it, Okay. <laughs> like, I can find things like I've shot a bow before. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I don't have any problem with bow hunting, I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, maybe mm-hmm. that might be a niche. You know, uh, noodling is terrifying for me. I couldn't even bring myself to print a t shirt with a picture <laughs> of a noodle on it. I kind of want to try it, though. I know you do. Um. But so, an affinity, you, you just can't hate it. It's best if it's your niche. Um, second best is if you have some affinity for it, you know, mm. so you've got some connection to that niche. Um, and the um, and the third thing is is you just can't hate it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's really true. Though you can pick anything. You don't have to be a member, but when you are a member of something, especially when you're getting started and yeah. you're new to this and you're still learning and experimenting, if you've got family in this or you're already a member of this group or whatever it is, yeah. then um, it really it's going to be much more comfortable for you. Natural. You'll also you'll have it'll help you bring good ideas because right. you'll get the you'll get the inside jokes already. You'll yeah, understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all of the things, you know, like how like the Mustang guys don't like the Corvette guys, you know, type of stuff. So no, you, no, you- I mean, nobody does. <laughs> Seriously, nobody the bow hunting guys don't either. Yeah, um, they, so, I don't think they do.
0: So um, the other thing that you have to make, make sure of that we already touched on is that group has to have money to spend. Yeah. So it's great if you want to, if you come up with a niche that is a charity niche, and you're there to serve the community in that community. But if people can't afford what you're trying to sell, um, they're not going to buy it. So you may have good intentions, but you're not going to have a good income.
1: Or they, or are they going to be willing to a- allocate the money to that? Right. So, for example, if you're, if you're kind of doing like a homeless, like, uh, like rehabilitation type of stuff. And you think this is great and you want to serve this community and you'd like to raise money for them, things like that. Like you're probably not going to sell uniforms that at $40 a piece shirts to, uh, to an organization that does, they're not going to allocate that money to that. If they've got an extra 40 bucks, it's going towards more food.
0: It's going towards an
1: event. So you really have to consider like do they have the money, and are they going to be willing to spend it on apparel? Yeah, I think those are the big two things with that. All
0: right, and so the the next thing is is where you find where do you find all that information, and we kind of mm-hmm. went through that. Is you're going to go start online first. Mm-hmm. So unless you're in that niche, unless it's one of your your passions already, and you've been to the events and you go to the trade shows, you know what that community is like. You're going to
1: go online, and. And so it's great, you know, you search and don't just search just the social media, you know, search on Google, look yeah. to see if there's other competition out there, is there local competition, um, get a feel for it, you know, and also you can also see if you're seeing some competition online and the price of the apparel seems to be higher end, Yeah. then you know that you're in a market that it is not terribly saturated. A fishing t-shirt you can find very, very low price. Yes. Um, you can find a Seven Eleven grade fishing T-shirt, right? Um, Probably, but a Florida bow hunting shirt is going to be less likely you're going to find an, uh, an eight dollar T-shirt at Seven Eleven. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, now what do you do once you choose? Okay. So um,
0: once you choose, you're going to use the groups and the social. Media uh, that you found and kind of determine the vibe of the group. Okay. So if I have a like you,
1: okay, you have Me? a very like a humorous
0: humorous outlook. <laughs> okay. Like all almost all of your t-shirts mm-hmm. are um, are funny or at least they try to be funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I mean most of them are funny. Uh, yeah, I'm getting compliments on my shirts. Almost half. So. Um, when you do that, you're going to look for the vibe of the group, and you're going to use this to help determine, you know, to help influence you on the design for the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So, yeah. so the vibe of the group. If you, um, if the vibe is environmental, like okay. let's say you go into a group for the niche market, you find and everybody's talking about Earth Day and the environment, and they're talking about water conservation. So the groups that
1: you're in for the vegetarian stuff, like that. I'm not in vegetarian okay. groups. I don't okay. associate with those people.
0: Um, <laughs> So you know, if you're in an uh, uh, niche that's very environmentally Mm. friendly, you know, it maybe funny T-shirts isn't it? Yeah. You know, like I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like, hey, remember that knock knock? Remember the oil spill? You know, that's (laughs) that's not a good (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. So, so like, you want to make sure that you're matching the vibe. (laughs) You know, (laughs) if you're in a group that's very aggressive. Okay. You know, like it's a it's. They don't hold back during conversations.
1: Okay, it so this be... is the same group of people—the environmental. yes effect. Okay.
0: Or, or the groups that you're in. Okay. <laughs> Any of the groups that Mark Vila's in. Um, you know, they're 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 going to be aggressive, and by that I yeah. mean they're saying what they mean. They're having serious conversations, mm-hmm. having hard conversations. They don't care what kind of language they use. Then, then you're going to create T-shirts that. You know yeah. that then a quiet, reflective image on a T-shirt is not going to sell.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So
0: you're using the vibe of the group to help inform your design.
1: Yeah. So that would be like uh, one thing about that would be, um, you like if it was like a hunting group or something right. like that. You know, like they're good. They're not going to be. Uh, they're not going to be intimidate or afraid to wear a shirt that's got like a picture of a gun on it. Yes, you know, like which is which can be considered aggressive to some people. Right. They might look at it and say, "I would never wear a shirt with a gun on it." Right. But a hunter is definitely going to yeah, wear absolutely. one. Yeah, absolutely. So um, those are things to consider. Now, um, you put political. Yep. What do you mean by that?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not allowed
1: to talk about that. Okay, so
0: you know if it's a if maybe not the the group isn't based on politics, you know, but if you go into a group and it's a very political conversation, everybody's talking about red state and blue state. Yeah. Well, you know, you know that whichever shirt you decide to print about um, you know that there are gonna be people who love it and people who hate it. Yeah, okay. So the vibe of the group is political, then you've got some built-in great ideas. Pick yeah. a side, pick both sides, make fun of both of them, get angry at both of them, you know, whatever you wanna do and put on a t-shirt, you might be successful in that group.
1: Yeah, so actually that makes sense. So if you're looking like second amendment rights type of group, yes. they're gonna be, you could consider it um, from what the way you described it yes. as aggressive and political, they yeah. are, They. Are, they are passionate about what they believe. Yep. They will wear a shirt that says, you know, like, you know, from my cold dead hands yeah, type yeah, of that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They're going to say something that's aggressive, that's political, and you know that that's a vibe. It's not a joke to them. Right. So it's not necessarily that, you know, there might be some, there might you be a might, funny t-shirt Yeah, you might there, find but,
0: some funny t-shirts, but you know, most of it's going to be, about their rights, rights and freedom, and all that. And ownership yeah, protection. ownership. Mm-hmm. Now the um, the Fifth Amendment groups. Okay. It's just blank T-shirts.
1: Just blank T-shirts. They're not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. All right. So now we've got, um, and then you put funny as well, and which is which is really. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to think. I was just. I had something on the tip of my tongue that was about that, but uh, we'll come back to it.
0: Well, you can test, you can test any of the niche markets that you're going after. Like if you determine bow hunting, if you determine that noodling, if you determine that, um, you know, cheer competitive Mm t-shirts or, you know, anything that you can, that you like, you can try a funny t-shirt. Yeah. You know, if you have a sense of humor and that's the, that's what you want to bring to the market when you create your own designs, then pick the niche and then see how funny flies, Yeah. you know, see if you can do it. I mean, don't go against the complete grain of the group. Like we just saw, you don't want to go against the, the vibe completely, yeah. but you can introduce funny t-shirts into a, into a yoga group. You know, they would yeah. probably yeah. buy it and wear it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I, so no, I think that's great. And doing a little exercise like this and this, and these are just four little examples go. that you can go like through, that. but um, now um, you like we write down what's going to get the most attention. Take notes kind of on this while you're going through the group, you want to take notes of, um, let's see, what do you have there? What are some notes you put here? Um, Oh, like Mavens, who does everybody follow? Right. You know, I think that's a great one. So you, if you have a particular group, look for who are the leaders in social media? What's their vibe? Right. What are they like? Because they're the ones that are really capturing the attention of this community. Yep. So if, um, if you're looking at something like the Second Amendment type of rights thing, and there seems to be somebody who's growing in this community, say on Instagram, that's actually bringing humor to it. Right. Then you realize, like, actually, there is there's a place there's a that. growth in humor right. because this person's, you know, is, is actually has a has a big following. Right. So you can kind of get a trend that I can make T-shirts that fit this one Maven, this one avatar of a person, yep. and because a lot of people are liking that,
0: right? So, so you're, so you've identified a niche. You go into the group, you take a look at what the vibe is, and now you're going to study the group and what happens inside mm-hmm. it, which is what we're talking about. So, the first one, the first thing you're going to do is, is who does everybody follow? Mm-hmm. You know, is there a ma- Is there a maven in the group? Is there somebody who basically doesn't run the group, maybe, but they're the ones that everybody is talking about? Um, you're also going to look at the at the most popular posts. You know, what gets the most common? What gets the most the strongest reactions? Because people that react strongly are very likely to spend money um, yeah. that support what they are saying or what they believe. Um, the other things that you can do is you can take a look at the equipment that's talked about in the group. Oh, yeah, like the bows. Yeah, or, okay. the, or the Mustangs.
1: Or the Mustangs. You know, yep. it could be
0: that everybody in that group is talking about this uh, one bow
1: mm-hmm. that
0: they all want. Or maybe they're all ragging on this new bow that was recalled. You know, maybe there's a thing in, in the Mustang group where they talk about, you know, um, I never have to worry about airbag recalls. I don't have airbags. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So, so you can look at what the, um, what the most common posts are, what the, um, what the tools that
1: these people mm-hmm. use. Like the noodling you the would just noodling. have the hand.
0: Yes, there may be some special band bandages. Yes, well, there's you know, blood on the hand. There could be like a home stitches kit
1: Yeah, you know that they really uh, like. When I watched the video, everyone had bloody hands. That's yes. the scary part. And it was there. I don't know why it was theirs. <laughs> um, so, and then uh, uh, the next one was great. Is that you created some stock designs to test? Yeah. And when we talked about this, this was kind of like a, a, a moment where. I, It was like an inspiring on the idea because you had said, come up with a few ideas and if you can get, especially online or if it's in person, um, just come out to the group and say, I've got, I'm working on t-shirts. I have a few designs. Which ones do you guys like best? Yeah. And um, so you're not you're not selling in the group. You're you're asking for feedback. You're actually getting some marketing data back because maybe one of them's funny, one of them's passionate and interesting, one of them's like uh, you know artistic style, right. and you get a feedback that most of the people really like this one, this like artistic style. And you say, well, okay, now I'm I'm in this bow hunting group, and I was thinking about just doing really cool pictures of bows and, yeah, and yeah. scenery and art and things like that. But you ended up it being more looking like an oil painting type of art. Right. And people all of a sudden are responding to that that's really cool and you realize that there's nobody else doing this. Right. The group loves it. Yep. And yep. now you can now you can take that design and expand from maybe
0: it. Maybe it. it's cartoon style, maybe it's double entendre, yeah. maybe it's just words, mm-hmm. maybe it's location based. But yeah that, that idea that you take some of your ideas present three or more different ones at the same time ask the group thinking about selling these which which ones do you guys like yeah and you could best. do the
1: same like on Instagram you post yep. it with a hashtag and see if you get some responses and and uh, you know this is something that doesn't necessarily it's not you're not necessarily gonna make this and no. put it online and then get a huge response. Like you literally might post this to a hashtag and get one like.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's the first or time. Ten. Or yeah. 10. Um, so you try a few times and yeah. you come back again. And you, if you're on Instagram, use different hashtags to try it out. If you're on the group, if nobody really responds, maybe come back again at a yeah. later point in time. With our group, we know that um, different times of the day, there's significantly more users. Yes. So you might post it at 10 o'clock in the morning and not get any response and it gets buried. Yep. You try a few days later at 10 o'clock at night and you get 20 responses. But but I
0: will tell you that if you have tried multiple times Mm -hmm. and you're not getting any response at all, then you may not be in a group that buys t-shirts that way. Yeah. You know, you could just be in a dead niche and you could move on. Um, Before you print your first t-shirt, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna do your designs and mock-ups mm-hmm. and then post those choices.
1: So this is, it's these are all Asian. great exercises yep. and uh, a few th- I think a couple things are gonna happen, you know. Uh, some folks are gonna think of, an, of a niche, of an idea and they're gonna post it online and all of a sudden it's like boom, yeah. like just like you landed gold and you're like I'm yes. gonna be able to do this a thousand more times. Yeah. Um, and other people are gonna try four different ones and not see any success. And this is the kind of thing where um, you need to be creative with your ideas, you need to keep thinking about it, keep your eyes open on yeah. it, keep practicing this stuff. And the more you do it, the more you kind of go through this exercise, the better you're gonna get at yeah, it.
0: Yeah, the easier it gets too. The easier it's gonna get, yeah. You'll immediately go from a big niche, transportation, all the way down to those Electric scooters that people keep <laughs> yeah. driving down my neighborhood. Okay, so um, I think that this part one here yeah, okay. of the marketing plan series has been pretty productive. If you do it, one special request that I have is I'm if ready. you decide to do noodling shirts, All right, um, I want to see the designs.
1: <laughs> right. I really, I really, this is now a thing. I'm going to make one. <laughs> I might. I might make one just for this podcast. Okay, we'll see how busy my afternoon gets. Okay, but uh, I I, when I think about this, um, I think about I was thinking like um, Simon Cowell and America, America, um, American Idol. Yes, American Idol, America's Got Talent. I think he was on that too as well. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, The point is, is that he's heard a lot of people sing. He's seen a lot of talent. Yeah. And uh, there's a reason why there's a bunch of artists that he's kind of discovered and put into play that are really good. And it's because he, he has an ear for it now. Yeah. He's heard it so much. He's been in the industry for yeah. so long wow. that he's a pro and it's just like, he can just hear somebody and that's not inspiring. Yeah, Doesn't have that it factor right. for me. Good singer. Yeah. I don't think it's going to sell records and you're going to get that way with these niches and these products or you're going to say, yeah, I mean the noodling thing. Yeah, I, I like it, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And you're kind of just going to get a feel for this stuff. Yeah. So you got to practice and you got to try it out and um, don't be afraid to fail in it because yeah. that's going to bring you to- towards your success. Right.
0: So um, last thing I'll say about this is um, for you to please do this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and if you want to get deeper into this, you know, this is something that I cover i think over six or seven uh, lessons in the uh in the t-shirt course at customapparelstartups.com so um there's videos and it kind of walks you through this whole process so if you want to get more into it visit customapparelstartups.com look for that t-shirt course and consider taking that um, otherwise we are going to put a download in the show notes of just every custom t-shirt idea market niche market big market that we can think of just to give you guys a little of insp- a little inspiration, so you have a place to start. So head over to the uh, to the podcast page now and uh, download that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Start to think of stuff. And if you have a local group that you're already involved in some way, yeah. I mean, I think that's the. That's a nice, easy place to start to get your feet wet. Sure. And then uh, then you can expand from there. So. I
0: like that. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. This has been Mark Stevenson from Caldesi And Mark Vila from Coleman & Company. You guys have a good niche business.